Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Bukaki Gears of War. I don't see a connection. Also, gross. Well, I mean, every time you chainsaw them, your screen gets splattered. Games podcast. This is level 114. It's E3, bitches. That's right. We are back with the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape Network. We are almost done with E3, and we have two of our hosts on tonight that have been there. They are going to be giving us all the dish dishes of the fun, fun stuff that they have seen while they're out there. And we are down to only one white male this week. So we're still problematic, but we're trying to reduce it as much as we can because, you know, we just know how that is. Uh, we got Carlos Lopez. Hey, what's up, everybody? Glad to be back. We have Josh Jackson. I make it one and a third white people. That's all right. And Miss Courtney Dossett. Hi. No adjectives. Hey. All right, everybody. So sad. What? R.I.P. I said no adjectives this week. It's so sad. Don't have time for adjectives. Josh Jackson. Yes, E3. Sir. You are You are our boots on the ground. You are down there in the thick of it. You have a press badge. What did you see? What was your highlight of the convention? Stuff you saw? Stuff that had hands on? As far as what I saw, it was mostly a sea of people because they decided it was a good idea to invite 15,000 members of the public this year. Which made Yo, it really, really? Yeah, which made it really, really, really hard to play anything. I even had That's... appointments canceled because they had too many people in the booth. Oh, Damn. God. Yep, so, I could testify on that. Yeah, but Hello as far as... Yeah, definitely. But as far as the highlights, game of the show, it's hard to say because the easy, typical answer would probably be Mario, and Mario was fantastic. I accidentally no. cut in front of a line of about 200 people to <laughs> play it as soon as I got in this morning. Mm. You're a dick. And it was There's an accident. That's that, one, that one-third white male coming out in you. Yeah, it was that privilege. They saw privilege. me and they're like, oh, here you go, here you go, sir. We were waiting for you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but... And you're a gamer, too. Time to level up. Yeah, this is racist as shit. <laughs> so, but I was like, what happened was, like, Nintendo's booth was open, but they had a specific line for Mario, and I thought that line was for a specific area, and there was just, like, an empty bench with a Switch on it with Mario sitting in the bench. So I just sat <laughs> down and picked it up and started playing, and I didn't realize that they were walking people over to the bench, but no one told me to leave. <laughs> so, Oh, that must have been fun. Yo, that's... That's actually pretty fucking dope of you. Yeah, and it was completely by accident because, like I said, I thought it was just open, but whatever. But yeah, I, I, there's two sections of the demo, a desert world, which is more traditional. I didn't get to play that, but I uh, instead chose the demo with the open world. And it's such a... And did you play this, Carlos, at all? Can you kind um, of confirm anything that I'm saying? Uh, I got... So it's funny, I'm going to hop on the same incident that happened to you. So uh-huh. on Tuesday at the... I think it was like... Probably the last, probably like around four thirty or so. Uh, it was, you know, how they put the red fences today and yesterday. Yeah, they didn't have that on Tuesday, so I just thought the lines were short for Mario Odyssey. I just thought they had like a, a lot of demos, so I just walked up behind this guy. I was like, "Oh, this is the line. Cool. It's not that long. I don't know why I was tripping out." And I walked in. The girl's like, "Oh yeah, yeah. Here, you can play Mario." So I played. Um, Wait, you uh, just fucking like? I walked in. in. Yeah, I just moseyed in Yo. there. Uh, and I got to play, what was the level? It wasn't the city. It was 
prior to the boss. It was like a desert level. You yeah. had to play that one. That's the one I was playing. And that one was cool. Yeah, so you like, played the opposite of what I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely opposite. So what, what level did you end up playing? It wasn't even a level. I guess it's just the hub world, which was New Donk City. Oh, which, oh man. I I think I heard, which I think I heard two dozen people call New Dong City as I walked by them throughout oh, the God. three days. Mm-hmm. I, I personally prefer New Dank City. New Dank City? Oh, that's good. New Dank City. But, yeah, it's like, it, I mean, it's similar to the hub worlds of other Mario games. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, with Mario 64, 64 you had the castle, which had yeah. its own, like, hidden secrets, and then Delfino Island on Mario yeah, Sunshine. Yeah, warps, yeah. Yeah, but this one felt a lot more... It felt like a blend between an actual open world game like a GTA combined with the... Sonic Adventure comparison that it's been getting since, revealed, <laughs> yeah, since it was revealed. Yeah. Like, the war- the city's big. The city itself feels like a stage in itself. And there's a ton of secret areas, a ton of different hidden, like, abilities. There's missions within the city. The main one in the demo was the Mayor, Mayor Pauline was wanting to put together her performance, I'm assuming, from the trailer. So you mm. had to find four different jazz musicians throughout the city and recruit them to be able to play in her band. So wait, you say you say you say Pauline like Pauline from Donkey Kong One? Yeah, she's yeah, the Mario's ex girlfriend. Yeah, Mario's ex. That's ex-girlfriend. cool. Yeah, That's Mario cool. Mario decided it was a good idea to ask for help from his ex girlfriend to rescue his current girlfriend. Ooh. So I'm not. Yeah. I'm fully expecting. I'm fully expecting her to not take too kindly to. Her. <gasps> Maybe, maybe she's gonna have a big twist where she dumps Bowser as the final boss, and she's like, "Yeah, that's what I was thinking so too." That'd be fucking funny. That would be really good, actually. (laughs) It'll be a reason why, you know. He's like, "You dumped me for her after you saved me from Donkey Kong and all this shit." Yeah, I could see that. That'd be kind of cool. Is is there? um, This is getting a little off topic. Um, Is there like a reason why Pauline got like ditched, or is there? Is it in the lore at all? Not that I know of. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. I think, but. I think in Don- I think in like Mario versus Donkey Kong in one of those they brought her back that was like the first time they brought her back since Donkey Kong yeah. and the instruction book said like his old friend or something like that his old friend yeah they're just friends from what I remember I, I, I was really impressed with the control mechanics too um I think it's really good I think it's a it's fun it's like um it has that weird feeling of of Mario 64 where it doesn't tell you everything you could do with Mario so it really leaves up to you kind of how you play the game in a sense of it's meant for you to explore at your own pace it's not rushing you to like figure out how to kill a boss or an enemy but you have to try different things and like you know use the hat in different ways in order to like for example like the boss i don't know you get everybody must already seen the boss already but it's uh one of the rapid one of the not rabbits from ubisoft but it's an actual evil rabbit that you get to fight and the way you fight her so unique but the way she is as well i'm uh, it's pretty cool. Like the the way it's like a tip. It's like an old school Nintendo boss. Like in the beginning, she she fights you with all these bombs, and you use the hat to throw the bomb back at her. But then at that point, she becomes like she gets into her hat, and she becomes like a UFO, which is so random. And it's uh, and it's actually like a hint to the Game Boy games. So that was kind of cool to see that. And uh, the hat's used for like everything but it's up to you how you use it and his jump mechanic is pretty fun too like i've been trying i was trying to do the 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 mario 64 side jump that he does that quick one he does like sideways jump uh you could pull it off um and then of course like the wall jumps are pretty fun to do as well so i i found it very like reminiscing of uh of of, like you said earlier josh 64 and mario sunshine it's it's really cool i i'm i'm really excited for it i'm really excited yeah 
And to add to your mention of how there's like nods to the Game Boy games, mm-hmm. one of the things in the main city is your coins have more of a purpose now than just getting extra lives. Yeah. I noticed one of the times I fell off an edge, in, which would have normally killed me, but instead of taking away a life, it took away like 10 coins. So I'm not completely sure. So it's sure like a Sonic, the, Sonic mechanic? Yeah, I'm not sure. They uh, weren't, the person who was he, demoing it wasn't clear if the coins were completely replacing mm-hmm. lives, but that's what it seemed like from when I was playing. I'm guessing and, they're learning from... I'm sorry to cut you off, Josh, but uh-huh. I'm guessing they're learning from their previous games where if you died enough times, it will give you like an easy, easy mode. I don't know if you remember that. They'll give you like the golden yeah. leaf and you can get to the game faster. I'm guessing they're trying to make it so it's it's still hard, but you won't restart from the beginning. You kind of just leave off where you're from, especially in an open world game like this. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, Mario 64 had the health bar, so it wasn't like every time you got hit, you you would die. It was just like your health would be depleted. So I'm guessing it's more like a health thing, if anything, from what I could tell. Yeah. And then aside from serving as what is like a substitute for your lives, the coins were used to buy outfits for Mario where you could actually change his clothes for I think I'm pretty sure that was the first time in any Mario game where Mm -hmm. you could just customize his outfit outside of getting a new power up and most of the outfits that were available in the store were old outfits from different games so like one of them you can buy the Mario Maker outfit like the little construction suit from the cover of the game there's other ones where you could buy like the red like the red white and blue american outfit that he wore in one oh, of the, from old the games that he also yeah, had the golf Smash one Brothers yeah recently mm-hmm. yeah from golf um there was another one that he had that was um he's wearing the chef which is from yoshi's cookie and yeah. he's also wearing the mariachis uh, i think i forgot what game is it but it's from the game boy that he's wearing a mariachi um costume but he has a new suit i don't know if you saw it just he's wearing like a, like a tuxedo suit but it's not the white one yeah. it's an all black one I got uh, the gangster suit, like the pinstripes with the fedora. Oh, really? Oh, that's so cool. That's yeah. really cool. I didn't get that. I got, I got the, I got the men in black suit. It was really cool. He looked like a security guard, like a nice, like a mini <laughs> little security guard. It was cool. It was really cute. I was yeah. like, but it's funny because he's like all in black. His shoes are black. His pants are black. He has a black suit, like a black, like blazer, but his gloves are like white. So I'm like, he looks like a butler, if anything. So it looked weird. <laughs> yeah. And like just throughout the rest of the time that I was in the city, like there was so much so many different ways to explore and the primary way that i was able to do so was by taking over the light posts and the electric uh the electric wires mm-hmm. and you could like throw your hat on one of the lights and then teleport yourself to the opposite end kind of like this weird kid-friendly version of like infamous almost where you're riding mm. on the power lines and it led to so many like it's hard to explain just how big the city is it's not like it's not like as big as gta or anything but when you Mm -hmm. consider the genre that it's part of where it's mostly just a 3d platformer there's a lot to explore in just the hub probably a significant like it's significantly larger than sunshine and sunshine was already pretty big yeah, that's good. I, I mean, I didn't get to check that. I was more, mine was more like a level, but, uh, I ended up checking out kind of how the mechanics work, like controls and then HUD. And then what was, what I found really interesting was just how, uh, enemies, um, reacted to Mario in like the most fun, like it was just too funny. Like, like if you ran really fast, if you were running really fast and you jumped over a Goomba, the Goomba looked really nervous. Like, and like looked around and was like, where did he go? Like he would, his facial expression of you jumping over him because he was trying to attack you. And then he like stops and he's like, whoa, what happened? And it, and it happens to all the enemies. Like if you surpass him or you like, you jump over them, they're like kind of like, uh, you know, like kind of twitch a little bit and be like, whoa, what was that? <laughs> 
and like they're like confused because you like walked over and that's really cool i found that really cute because it's like the goombas always get stomped on and they kind of make them seem like really stupid but it's kind of cool to see that jumping over goombas and the goombas reacting to not getting hurt but kind of confused that where did you go because it's kind of hard for them to completely turn around so it was cool stuff like that like little touches into the game that really uh gaming like that really cute like mario 64 feel especially when you would hear like the goombas run after you yeah uh, i love that i love i love i love that mario's not like the main importance i like to just keep the world cute like for me like i don't know how to say it but like not like cute in a sense like oh look he's like not doing anything like i like the world being a mario world you know it's just right. feeling like the turtles like the koopa troopas like kind of like confused like put their head inside because they feel like they're gonna you're gonna jump on them like that's cool because that's that happens a lot so eventually like everyone's like duh he's gonna jump on me so i'm gonna like you know get a little nervous so yeah it, it was just a little touches. continuity it does it does it's, it's like a nice touch to the world and it's like oh my god there this feels more like a celebration tomorrow than any other game like this game is just it's like tossing everything at us and really pushing the barriers and like right now i mean they were really kind of quiet about how many worlds they were in but apparently it's like really huge it's a bunch of worlds a bunch of maps uh, a bunch of cities you can visit too so it's I'm, I'm i'm mostly excited to visit like egypt uh because of all the references to super mario land so i'm really just excited to see if they're gonna drop like alien references i know i saw him as the statue so i just want to see more of that so hopefully we get to see some cool shit like referencing right. older mario games yeah for sure and I mean, there's so much to talk about in regards to that yeah. game, but I, and I know why it's such a highlight to the majority of people who went there. But if I'm going to talk about what game that I had the most like pure fun but before, with, before we move on, question for you: Is there gonna is it going to be a system seller? You think that people like just from your is it such an upgrade from say Super Mario Galaxy two and the last couple of like world games that this is like, you know, this is a brand new Mario. We're in a new territory. This is a, a, a good new. And is it going to move uh, consoles? I, uh, I'll take a first shot. I think it, it will. Um, if planned correctly, like this is going to hit October and not December, which is a good month. It's literally the beginning of like everyone kind of already being ahead of the game. And it, they have a good, uh, they have a good two months before December for like the ramp up. And knowing Nintendo, they're going to do a Nintendo tour for that. And knowing kids and seeing all the costumes and seeing how much you can dress Mario, it's perfect for them because they saw how many kids really love uh, Mario Maker and how open it was for them to just try everything. I do feel like it's going to be a reason to buy the system. I, who I was just like avoiding the Switch cancerously because of so many reasons, but it has become apparently like they're like learning from their past mistakes with all the other Mario games and just going, fuck it. They want, they want a big Mario game. We'll, we'll just give it to them, which is, which is what they're delivering. And that's what I've been asking for. I've always been asking for like a follow up to Mario Galaxy 2 and we're not going to get a Mario Galaxy 3, but this is like beyond that. This is like another level of, of fun. Just, it's just a sandbox for Mario and it's just doesn't feel like it doesn't feel too big that it's just like it'll overcome you. It's just enough for you to be like, Oh, I want to go over there. Maybe I could just jump over there or do this. So, um, I'm, I'm all, I'm all on board to really honestly pick it up for sure. Yeah. And I, th I definitely think it's going to be a system seller mostly just because of how well the reception's been so far. Like everybody's talking about this game. Like yep. we've had, we're at an E3 where. They've announced the Scorpio. They've announced all these different things beyond Good and Evil 2. 
And any, the only thing anyone's really talking about consistently is Mario. Like, Mario and Dragon Ball, I think, are the two that most oh, people are just yeah. raving about. Talking about. And yep. in with the Switch having so much momentum and Mario releasing so early in the game's lifespan, and especially at its first holiday season, there's no way that this game is going to make a major impact on the Switch and its sales. Um, especially with the reception that the game's getting, and it's completely deserved from what I've played yeah. so far. Yeah, me too. It, it, court, it, court, if oh, anyone, go ahead. oh, I was gonna say, if anybody complains about the game, it's like you gotta wait to try it. You ha- you have to wait until they do the tour, and you have to play it for yourself. It's it's a whole. It's just it, it it's like it 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 does what what you wanted for the longest time, which is to feel like Mario and be in a Mario world. So yeah, I, I I'm I'm all on board. For sure. Like, cool. I think that me I think that meme says it all where it's that picture of the board IGN guys where it says like oh Xbox Xbox one uh, X or whatever mm-hmm. with all its specs and they look all bored and then the next picture is like you throw your hat on a frog and now you're the frog and everyone's like, <laughs> cheering. Oh my god. Yeah, everyone's going crazy over that. Courtney, what um what's your opinions on uh, Super Mario Odyssey? I never really played much Mario, mostly just because I didn't have it growing up, and then we never had any consoles that really played it. Um, with me... Be- what, you never played Mario Teaches was- Typing? No. Mario Teaches Typing was a shit. That's a game. It was. Yeah. I remember I learned how to switch characters to be Peach, and then the computer crashed later, and the computers blame the computers. The teachers blamed me for breaking the computer because I switched to Peach. <laughs> <laughs> that Good. doesn't make sense, but... Um, no. I'm looking at actually getting consoles now and joining you guys and all that so that I can mm-hmm. play with people. Um, so, like, it, it would be something I would be interested in playing. I don't know. Is it a, have, like, a multiplayer mode or is it something that you just play by yourself just because I'm not... S- well, so they, they so they, ju- they, they just recently announced a co-op mode. I don't... They're not any specific yet what it entails to, but it's co-op. I don't know. I don't know. Josh, yeah. do you know anything about that? Yeah, Derek actually just put a piece up earlier today saying that one player would play as the hat and then the one other player would play as Mario. The hat? That's so Do you like player two mode ever. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. In Mario Galaxy, you, the player two would play as a cursor. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that might be worse. No, but do you do you guys remember Jet Force Gemini where you could play as that robot? Like there was a point where you rescue one of the like one of the bad guy robots and he joins you, and so player two pretty much just plays as this floating turret that falls behind you and it can shoot enemies with you I uh, yeah that. yeah i do yeah so i mean it could be cool it depends how true. it's implemented like the what they're hinting at so far is that there will be certain sections in the game that are kind of built with multiplayer in mind so it'll be easier to progress if you have a second person being able to independently control the hat so i'm guessing maybe if there's like a long gap for example that mario can't make a jump on on his own since he could bounce off the hat since it floats after he throws it for a little while if the hat's moving independently, it could like position itself under him so you could keep bouncing on it until he gets to the opposite end or something along those or lines. Or you could just fuck your friends over. Yeah, and just move out of the way because you're a dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. So, um, the thing that I totally think is my absolute game of the year or uh, game of the conference that I am so stoked for is Senran Kagura Peach Beach Splash. Dude, uh, I was just it. about to talk about it. <laughs> That was what I, I was going to say is the game that was like, as far as just pure fun, like the one I've had the most fun with was probably that. And like, it looks like, it looks like the anime and it looks like the Splatoon that I want to play. 
Oh, yeah, God, I know what game you guys are talking about. Fuck. It's literally, it plays a lot like Splatoon, actually, which is really funny. It does. It does. <laughs> a it's, lot. All right. it's all right. Uh, the scumbag white male in us is coming out, so we're we're appropriating uh, <laughs> no. women. Now, you can, you can, you can be, re- you can give them a respectful bukkake if you don't want to be a, whoa, if you no. don't want to be a white uh, evil white No, like, look, this is how, okay, so this is how it works. So, you know, say, <laughs> let's compare it to, say, Gears of War, right? Because this game's a third-person <laughs> squad shooter. Wait a minute. I want to, hold up, I wanna, yes. hold up. Bukaki, Gears of War. I don't see a connection. Also, Well, I mean, gross. every time you chainsaw them, your screen gets splattered. <sighs> Google it. Google it up, Courtney. Google I'm sorry. <laughs> I blacked out. What? <laughs> I said, well, every time you chainsaw them in Gears of War, your screen gets splattered in liquid. So I don't see why it's that hard to make a connection. I love you, Josh. Okay. No, I'm no, just going to but... quietly just take a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one no, game but... I, I, I get to try. Oh, go go ahead, Josh. Oh, no. I was going to say, like, with Senran and Kagura, like, say, for example, in Gears of War, most shooters, when you get when you get killed, you're, like, you're incapacitated, but you're not dead. And you, there's an opportunity for your teammates to either revive you or mm-hmm. the enemy team can come up to you and, like, in the example of the Gears again, like, they'll curb stomp you or whatever. In Senran and Kagura, <laughs> when you want to, like, take them out of the match for good, instead of any of that stuff, you it switches to, like, a first-person mode. And you just use your water guns because in this game it's just water guns that they're using, and you—that's not water. <laughs> maybe not in your case, but um, you just you spray either their you either spray their top till their top comes off, or you spray mm. their bottom till their bottom comes off. Or like I said, if you want to be respectful and have a level of tact, you could spray them in the face so that they don't lose their clothes, but this but they still get taken out. I do like like the part in the trailer where the the one chick in like a black leather bikini. Uh, is like stuck in the floaty ring. I'm like, okay, this is my game of the year. I, I imagine <laughs> this is probably not coming to the Switch. Oh, uh, no. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not, dude. But I mean, Senran Kagura was like a primarily a Nintendo prop, uh, like third party game up until recently. Well, I, 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 I want to say the my... core series is still Nintendo exclusive and all the spin offs are PlayStation, if I remember correctly. I, I, I do want to say that that I first heard about Senran Kagura. Somebody, I think it was, uh, I think it was on the Mega 64 podcast where. They said that the creator of the game was like, man, I want to make something for the 3DS. What's the one thing that everybody wants to see in 3D? Boobs. Okay. So he went with, he, that was his like starting off point. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's a true story too. Yeah. Apparently. But you were going to say Shane before that? Uh, No, that was it. I mean, I think it's just. Or, it's or just Carlos. The- oh yeah. I was going to say, uh, yeah, I got to, I, I was just looking at someone play it. I was going to play and I was like, oh, mm, I don't know how I feel about playing this in public, you know. I'll play it. I'll play, I'll play, I'll play it in my uh, own spirit time, I guess I can say. But uh, yeah, it looked, it looked really pretty to look at. Uh, it was it was surprisingly I mean, well it was surprisingly well done for a developer who, to my knowledge, has never made a shooter before. Oh, it was God. really fast. Yeah. It was really fast paced. The mechanics were solid. The Dude, he 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 must have a friend that works in Splatoon. He just asked him for the fucking like, hey, give me the code for like, how do you guys do this shooting third person shit? I'm quite sure that's what they ever. That's what everybody does in the industry, anyways. Everybody but, does that shit. And, and the game's gonna have three dead or alive characters as DLC special <laughs> guests. So what? I'm super looking what? forward to that. All Is right. that why? Oh, Marie Rose, the Marie Rose DLC. Marie Rose, Honoka, and then Ayane, who is DLC in the last game, is coming back too. Gotcha. Oh, uh, I think we lost Courtney. Yep. And then on we we chased who? her off with our center on. Wait, wait, Josh, you're not gotcha. on, you're not on the Zancaster. Yeah, yes, he's I'm under Rabbit Ellie. Oh, okay, you're good, you're good. Okay. Hmm. Um. Should we pause here and bring her back in? No, I'll text her. 
I'll see what's up. Just keep going. I think she had to go. Mm. Oh, I see. Okay. Gotcha. But yeah, um, while we're on the subject of anime games, I think, as we mentioned a little while earlier, <sighs> we would be to remiss to not mention Dragon Ball Fighters, which was... Oh, have you seen my tweets? Mario, that have was you probably seen my the top game for most people. Oh, have you seen my tweets? That's all I've been tweeting about all day. That, like a- that trailer, <sighs> it... it I was like, ah, they're making another one. Like, I, I wasn't too stoked. I saw the trailer that, that you shared on Facebook, Carlos, oh, and was absolutely blown I, away. It uh, looks like you're playing the anime. I wanted Blew to, my mind. I, it's like I wanted to look for my Dragon Ball Z Hawaiian shirt to put it on and be like, this is, R- right? this is what I've been waiting for. Right? This is it. Uh, I played almost an hour of the game. Uh, shout out to Namco Bandai. Love you guys for giving me a, a sweet hour to play this game. Um Wow, what can I start? Uh, the game is done by Arc System. If you guys don't know Arc System, they've done the recent Guilty Gear games. Uh, some of the members also worked on Blaze Blue or Blast Blue, however people like to say it. And they're a small team uh, that had to tackle Dragon Ball Z. And I was very, very surprised on the mechanics of just everything. And if I had to put it into one way and someone asked me, well, how would you compare this game to any other game? I would say it's Mars Capcom, uh, Mars Capcom, first one with a little faster and you got like Marvel vs. Capcom one, like on, on the arcade. Yeah. Yeah. Mars Capcom, like the original one, the one with like Jin and like everybody else. Um, it's that with a little bit of Guilty Gear and you put a little bit of just some of the flashy shit Mars Capcom 3 did and you have Dragon Ball Z and it's very simple uh it took me about 30 minutes to really kind of know the first basics of the mechanics so simply to put it in ways you have a have a low punch and then a medium punch and you have an extra well of course you have two buttons to make a high punch but then you don't have to really do that you can press excuse me you can actually press just one button to do combos, but uh, there's other setups you can do. Uh, so the game, how mechanically it works, is pretty solid. Uh, if you guys know Mars Capcom, when you switched out a character or you lost a character, you know, you would have somebody come in. The, and the match never restarted. It just kept going. You know, Mars Capcom 3 done it. Mars Capcom done it. The problem with that is there was a lot of happy birthdays. So if you guys don't know what happy birthdays are, it's literally somebody coming in and you can start the combo automatically and there's no way for that person that just came in to block anything and that was that was really brutal mars capcom and people didn't like that so in dragon ball z fighters they did something that's really smart uh so once a character's ko'd so it's two on two once a character's out uh your character there's an animation scene to start the new match and it actually gives you a chance to uh restart the match beautifully with no waiting it just it just synergizes so amazing um i like your and, i like your your perfect use of synergizes yeah it's 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 really nice and you can do uh ultras for assists which is pretty cool uh, you can also do so right now currently gohan's the only one that has a level three ultra there's not other characters with ultras yet uh from what i was talking to the rep he mentioned that the game is only 20 percent done <laughs> Which is Whoa. amazing because this is a demo that's only 20%. And I'm just amazed by how much they added to it. And um, what I found out yesterday, actually, yeah, the, the day at the time I was playing it, uh, halfway through, I found out if you, uh, there's different ways to do KOs to characters. So, uh, for example, if you are in the world tournament, if you do a KO that's not an ultra, but a combo, you will knock the opponent to a building. 
and it's fucking beautifully animated when you toss that when you KO a character to a building because it makes that cool Dragon Ball Z crater that they're known for whenever they get slammed to one mm-hmm. and it's 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 so satisfying just to see that and uh also I've noticed I'm a huge Dragon Ball Z fan so I mean you guys don't even understand my love for Dragon Ball like I have uh, I think I do like like I'm fuck, I'm in the I, same I, boat I, as you I fucking love it and there's so much little touches in the way they act for certain ultras or uh, their intros that like give me goosebumps because it's referencing a lot to the anime and it's not like some bullshit Xenoverse. It's like tr- not trying to make up anything. It is these guys, Narc System, have have watched Dragon Ball Z religiously and the intros as well. And, so and you know what I think is the amazing part mm. is that we're we only have a twenty percent complete demo with only six characters oh, and there's already oh so much detail there's so already much. so many small touches and, and like you're mentioning so much. and i can't I, I can't wrap my head around how good it looks it looks like watching like the remastered anime it looks like you're playing like a uh, battle of gods it so, just looks phenomenal so i'm gonna toss in a little plug-in for my boys at arc system because first of all beautiful job done but uh you can watch g this past year's gdc talk and the guys at arc system talked about that and how they uh make a fighting game more exciting in a sense that their art style is very animated so everything's animated i don't know if you guys know everything's animated but 3d animated and so what these guys made is an engine that technically um doesn't so mars capcom 3 you know when they do the ultras you just see an image of their face on the side and then they do their ultra so Mm -hmm. on this one uh they made a program so that them themselves made a program that the game doesn't slow down it it it's loading kind of in the background the ultras as you're playing and so at that moment when you bust your ultra it looks pretty right you're like whoa like that looks so cool but what you don't see is that it's loading in the background so it doesn't cut you off from the fight itself it still continues and it's an amazing talk it's you guys should totally look it up it's beautiful it's how they did guilty gear extirred uh it's it's an amazing it's it's about an hour but it if you guys are really interested in animation or in um programming this is a beautiful beautiful talk at gdc that they did and i highly recommend it and i can see how they implemented uh their learning from third x third uh guilty gear onto dragon ball z fighters it's it's amazing gotcha let me yeah it's the it's just the no you said it was by arcsoft yeah arc systems arc system works our, our ARC system works at GDC. That's really cool. Yeah. I'm gonna get the show notes for that. Guilty Gear yeah, sure. Zerd's art style, and that's yeah, a really, and that's a really interesting way to handle the loading too. Because anyone who's played a lot of fighting games knows that you can't get your ultra right away. Like it takes mm-hmm. time to build it up. Mm-hmm. So in that time, like maybe you're halfway through the match, and by the time you do have enough meter or whatever to be able to even use the ultra, then that would be plenty of time for it to have loaded in the time that you were playing, building up to it. So that's actually mm-hmm. really a brilliant way to do it. Yeah. Um, I mean, just how long, my, what, who, who did you play, anyways, on the demo? I I was trying to play my uh, I was trying to play my um, universal my universe tournament team of Goku, Vegeta, and Frieza, mm. and I found Vegeta to be really really strong, and then. That's the thing that I'm really hoping for with this game, that there's rumors floating around that it's going to be either exclusively or almost exclusively focused on just Z. But I don't know if you guys have been watching Dragon Ball Super, but there's some really, really, oh, really I've... interesting content in that oh, show. Yeah, me too. I'm, 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 I know what we're talking about, too. 
I don't we yeah. don't want to spoil it for everybody, but yeah, there's there's some characters that that are really standing out in the series right now, and there's some shit that's like, wow, I now that I'm saw Dragon Ball Z Fighters, I'm I'm kind of excited. I'm really excited. Yeah, and since <laughs> Golden Frieza's confirmed for the game as like his level, like his strongest super move, he tra- yep. he's the only one I think in the demo so far with a sustainable transformation, right? Yeah, yeah, because like Super Saiyan three Goku's just part of a move and then he reverts yeah. back afterwards. But there's no God oh, that's mode cool. yet. Yeah, there's no God yeah, mode yet. But, yeah, but like Frieza's instead of having a regular like traditional super move where he does some big strong attack, Frieza just transforms into his golden form and his strength is like is increase for a certain amount of time yeah yeah so i'm really hoping that that's a sign that we're gonna get some dragon ball super content in the game um and on top of that i really just want to make my android 16 17 18 team oh, of three yeah. and just run rough shot on everybody dude yeah. it's, so, it's so much fun. run rough shot on everybody that sounds a little <laughs> i mean i wouldn't mind running a rough shot on you if you know what i mean wait, wait i mean more... we, we senran kagura was 10 minutes ago yeah. I'm more interested in seeing um, Piccolo because I feel like they're going to give him like a lot of Dalsim moves because of his stretch ability. So oh, yeah, I, I want to see him. I want to see for sure. I know people are going to be shitting on me. I want to see Master Roshi, Master Roshi or, or Master <laughs> Lee that he likes to call himself. Uh, oh, his yeah. Arch, his, well, you know, it's the same person, but you know what I'm saying? Like, just give him the skin. And, yeah. Uh, but I mean, wait, what's the difference between Master Roshi and Master Lee? Yeah. He's just well, a costume. Yeah, it's just a costume. He just has a, a beard okay. and without the glasses. But yeah. uh, I, w- I would like to see and, that. But you know like- what? I was just gonna say I don't think that's as much of a as a as much of a um un- improbability as you initially said. If you've mm-hmm. been keeping up with the with the show, he's actually becoming kind of yeah, prominent. Yeah, yeah, again. yeah. I know that's that's why I'm like you know have him and uh you know there's so many sagas. I mean I'm uh, you know Salmon is gonna probably gonna be in it for sure. I mean he has yeah. to be in it. So I mean we're it gonna just, see we're gonna see Boo as well. So we're gonna see a lot of great characters. Although I saw the character select screen and I feel like they're gonna add if if they're smart right now, they're gonna add a uh they could add DLC characters for sure. Yeah. Um Well I guess that's the one negative thing about Arc System Works is usually when they have a brand new game which in this case is the first of the series mm-hmm. they generally have small rosters and then build yep. it up over time with either DLC or like Super Street Fighter style updated mm-hmm. sequels. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if, if we get a relatively small roster and then it just gets built up over time. Yeah, I'm I trying think to so keep too. my I'm trying to keep my expectations somewhat tempered on the roster just because of their history. Um, um, uh, who who do you want to see in in the game from the Dragon Ball Z universe that you think and, might not get added? Oh, that <sighs> might not get added. I would have to spoil oh. stuff from Dragon Ball Super, so I won't mention that. But just Dragon no, Ball Super could, care, some get, put it put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. Um, in the chat. Well, yeah, I, I, have, I, I have some that are from the movie, so I can I can say those, right? You you yeah, go yeah. while Josh types. Okay. In Twitch or on? No, on uh, Skype. Okay. Um, I would like to see um, Cooler for sure. Mm. Uh, I like, of course, which is Frieza's brother. Um, I would like to see also Mecha Cooler, possibly Brawly as well, because uh, I don't want to spoil it. Josh knows already, but there's something going on. But Brawly for sure, because uh, he's only canon to the movie um who's the devil what's his name oh fuck God. oh the devil from the majin Buu oh, saga deborah. deborah no not deborah um he was from the movie when they did uh vegeto or oh fuck i forgot his Vege- name oh uh, janimba janimba yeah janimba would be cool uh also uh what's his name like gave trunks wait, the sword I wait vegeto vegeto was in a movie yeah 
I thought Vegito was just in the show for like a no, couple no, episodes. Vegito, like combination of Goku and and with the but earrings. This one is, yeah, but this one's not the Potara earrings. This is them actually fusing, doing the fusion dance. Oh, that, I think that um, was Gogeta. That's Gogeta. 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 Yeah, Gogeta. So let's let's get it right. Gogeta. Uh, we can do. I actually, I, I actually, um, I have like an inherent like distaste for Gogeta and prefer Vegito over, which sounds. Like really like asinine in the sense of like mm-hmm. you know this stuff, but um, Vegito is probably my favorite um, character in um, uh, Dragon Ball Z. I wish they uh, had more Vegito. I, I I hope this sounds really stupid, but I'm a huge Ginyu Force team fan, and <laughs> it sounds stupid to ask for it, but it'll be fucking amazing to have all the Ginyu guys in there and like. Their intro is all of them doing their pose perfectly, just like the anime. Uh, I, I don't know. There's just ca- so many characters in the series. It's just like incredibly stupid, like to add so many at, people. But I, at I the only very hope. least, I feel like I feel like Captain Ginyu ha- would have a good chance of getting in, and maybe a lot of his special moves would involve the other people jumping in and like double teaming, kind of like yeah, that'd say, be kind of cool. Yeah, I can see that being his ultra. Like Carl and yeah, like yeah, Birder, yeah, like would... Birder and Jace do an ultra on on you or uh, a raccoon. You know, doing his little, little, his little pose, his little super funny pose. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I would like to see also. I, like, I, I would like to say go- that I searched mm-hmm. both those, both those characters, Josh, and found no porn of them. Huh. Give it time. Well, I mean, one of them, one of them, ex- pretty much already exists in another form. So yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So, but yeah, those, those are, those are kind of the characters I want. Uh, I wish to go, there's going to be a demo. Actually, there's going to be a beta out soon, uh, at the end of this year. And they're expecting to release this game early 2018. Uh, of course, it's going to be online. It's going to be available both PC, Xbox, and PS4. And it's going to be multi-release. So it's not going to be like one system. They're all going to be released in the same day. And, cool. uh, knowing Namco Bandai and knowing how well their team is, especially when, Come, when it comes to updating the games consistently, uh, we can trust that Arc System is going to do a good job balancing everything out. There is right now rumors that it might, there might be an earlier beta with a new character coming at Evo. Uh, so keep your, keep your ears out. You might hear some good stuff coming soon. Maybe Mr. Wizard might drop some information coming up. But yes, expect a lot of fighting game demos at Evo that are aside cool. from Dragon Ball Z fighters. So, um, yes, they're going to be some cool stuff. So hopefully everybody cool. gets on that. Yep. Nice. Well, um, I'm going to, unfortunately this year, I'm not going to be making it to San Diego Comic Con, but I am going to be going to PAX West. Awesome. So, cool. That's uh, gonna be that's gonna be pretty dope. Um, did any of you guys get to check out the new Monster Hunter games? I got to uh, do the video for sure. So uh, yeah, I, I did. Of which Capcom's one? Of which one? I, I did the Monster Hunter World. Um, hand, not not hands on, but it's like hands off review of it. Gotcha. Uh, a lot of people are shitting on it because of the westernized style. Um, and uh, it I can understand everybody's frustration, but this is from someone. How's it? Who's, how's it westernized? It's just the way the character models kind of look. Um, they don't look very, like, goofy, Monster Hunter-ish that everybody's used to. But uh, I got to see a really nice demo of it. Hello? I think so. No, <laughs> no. Oh. No. I'm here. Can you guys hear me? Hello. Uh, yeah, you kind of cut out for a minute. We we heard, we asked you, like, Westernizer, and then you went all Cylon on us. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, let me repeat that. Um, people are a little confused about the reason why it's westernized is because, uh, there are, it's not, you know, typical Monster Hunter games, they don't really tell you what to do. You know, it's more like you have to figure it out on your own, all the excavating, uh. all that stuff. So there's a new system that's brought in, which I think 
but I mean, I'm a hardcore Monster Hunter player, and uh, I, in my sense, I've played a good majority of one. Uh-oh. I played the PSP ones. Uh-oh. Uh oh, what? What? What happened? Are you hacking him? No. Sombra. Hello? Hello, hello, hello. Apagando, apagando las luces. Hello, apagando las luces. Yeah, you need to quit uploading porn. I'm not. I'm not loading any porn. I'm serious. <laughs> Zero. There's no porn. I have good Okay, we, the last thing we heard uh, was your hardcore uh, Monster Hunter fan. Uh, all right, can you guys hear me good? Mm-hmm. Now we can, yeah. Okay, so I was saying uh, I'm a hardcore Monster Hunter fan. Played a good amount of the PSP, PS2, uh, of course, the Wii one, the 3DS versions. This, of course, is made so it's easier for someone who is not familiar with Monster Hunter. You have, like, this little guide, like, sort of fairy-ish that kind of tells you um, where to excavate for things. So before, if you were to look at a plant it, on the 3DS, it would stick out and you could be like, oh, I'm getting honey or I'm getting, like, bugs to make a certain weapon. So on on this Monster Hunter, it's making it accessible, but it's also keeping the hardcore system of Monster Hunter when it comes to hunting. So you would see like uh, like skin on the floor. Uh, somebody who's never played Monster Hunter would be like, "What am I supposed to do with that?" You know, they don't understand mm-hmm. the the concept of what it is. Uh, so I know that everyone's a little offended and a little kind of like, "Well, double X is coming." Carlos, like mad. Hello, 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 hello. hello. Can you guys hear me? <laughs> yeah, you, we, yeah, you're 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 connecting funky here. Hold on, let me let me make sure. I mean, I'm not doing anything on this end. I'm gonna close. I had the trailers up. Let me close all this stuff. We're doing yeah. it live here on Keyscape Games. We have yeah, sorry guys. Host leaving. Host. Um, I'm actually. I'm just gonna stop the Twitch stream. Sorry, Twitch. Bye. Twitch is down. So okay, let's keep going. Okay. Uh, so uh, the game is purposely made not purposely made but it is a small little feature for people who've never played monster hunter and it's going to be really accessible but it still keeps the hardcore sets monster hunter so i'm super excited uh the new thing that they added which is something which was different from um monster hunter x which was that you can if you get you can write a a, a, a mon you can write any of the monsters but if you get tossed out you have a chance to hook shot yourself back on the monster and keep uh stabbing it and there's a lot of someone, I think one of the devs slipped his mouth and there's going to be uh, a drop in, drop out multiplayer feature to it. I, mm. I think, I think maybe he misquoted, but I'm just putting that out because that's what he said to us. And, uh, he kind of, kind of iterated. He was just trying to go around it, but it could be something like that. Although, uh, people think that it's going to be like an open world. It's not. It's still going to have the numerical numbers on the map. So you can still figure out, uh, where, you, where to go in a sense. Like, oh, he's a map one, map two. So we still have that. The good cool. thing about it is that this time, uh, when you go from one area to another, it won't load on like the previous, Monster Hunter games where you would go to one area and it would load and then you're in the other area. That's all gone on that, the new That series. always frustrated me because you'd be chasing a monster and like to get it load, but the monster would still move. Yeah, this this time no. Um, if a monster tosses you to another area, you're just in the other area and you're not like load, you know, like <laughs> I mean everybody has that Monster Hunter moment when uh, you would get tossed up from one side and then you're yep. you're like what the hell happened and you walk into the new area and you get dumped again so that's out of the way that's been cool. made a lot more lenient it's more streamlined uh i'm really excited for monster hunter um apparently there's going to be a beta for it as well that's going to be available for ps4 
Xbox One and PC. Uh, hopefully it's going to be out sometime. I think they said like early 2018 or so. So let's cross our fingers. Uh, get ready to hunt and please add me on PS4 so we can hunt stuff because I'm going to be religiously hunting things to get the coolest weapons. So do we have up. a release date? Uh, no, they have no release date yet, but they're, they are extending betas apparently. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing to media first or something, but, um, yeah, it, I'm, I'm super excited. I, I, I would pre-order. I, I, I'm going to like pre-order it tomorrow as soon as I get paid. So I got a lot of things I got to pre-order and I'm super excited. So, yeah. uh, Josh, uh, Shane, please get Monster Hunter so we can hunt Oh, chat. I, I will. I will. But it's not like we're actually going to be playing. We never play together. I know. This, <laughs> this, I, no, me and Carlos do sometimes. Yeah, we do. We play Overwatch. Hey, I made I made up for last time when he was saying that I never around when he, he did. when yeah, he sent he me did. an invite. And this and I stuck around longer cuz I I told Carlos the story already, but he invited me as I was like turning it off like again. Oh, that's usually yeah. what happens at this time. <laughs> I just got on the voice chat and I was like, "Hey, dude, I know that keeps happening, so let's play like three matches before I really turn it off." Yeah. Weren't you like, you, was it you or Derek that was like watching WWE Network and saw the invite? You're like, yeah, I'm just gonna ignore it. Oh, that was me. Yeah, that was yeah, that was, that was Carlos because I was like watching a pay per view and I, I had people tell me that it says I'm playing Overwatch on the thing when I'm actually not, not like, watching yeah. like Netflix or something. But since that was the last game I'm playing... You gotta close that app? Close that app? I I don't close the app. It just suspends it when you switch to a video program. So that's probably why. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, but... Typical. uh, Yeah, typical white people. Um, uh, we're, we're, we're coming up to an hour. Is there any, like, anything else you guys want to add to E3? Like, I want to say that I'm just super disconnected i i i've been working like a mad sob and like seeing everybody's like um text in our slack and like everything else um i um there wasn't like any killer apps for me besides senran kagura you know obviously for many reasons and monster hunter is pretty cool um but is there anything that 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 you want to highlight from the show this year yeah um the one thing that it was really not even really surprised about because I was expecting it to be good, but I don't think a lot of other people expected much out of it was the Mario and Rabbids game. And I got a chance yeah, to play really through good. that demo. It's yeah. it's really well done. I mean, it's, it's essentially really well XCOM. Done. Yeah, it is. Like, it's, 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 it's XCOM Mario Brothers, you know? Yeah, and it's like, but the way that the mechanics work, they found a way to really combine the exploration of Mario with the strategy aspect because the game is split into two sections where... Part of it, you're running around the Mushroom Kingdom exploring, looking for coins that you can use to buy better weapons and upgrades. And when you walk into certain areas that are like battlefields, all of a sudden it'll switch to your top-down grid-based strategy. Yep. And the way that the character... Pretty much the way that the trailer uh, acted is the way that you play. So you can use other characters to kind of like piggyback off of so you can move your units to a farther area Mm -hmm. that they might not have been able to reach on their own. Huh. There's different weapons with different properties. There's enemies that become stronger with varied units as you move on. And there's different maps with different objectives. But not just that, but one of the more interesting parts of it was this one particular area where there was a chain chomp in the middle of the map. And it would attack whatever player, whether or not it was you or the uh, opponent that was closest to it and would do big damage. So it's showing hints of having real deep uh, strategy mechanics on top of just kind of the simplified yeah 
um, abilities of just being able to shoot each other. Plus, it's like certain areas you can use warp pipes to teleport across the map to get the jump on enemies. You can, if you have enough movement to run into the enemy, you can do extra damage by sliding into them before you settle into your whatever grid that you're going to stop at to shoot so you can do extra damage that way Mm. and it's just it's really really well done um aside from that i absolutely have to mention fire emblem warriors which how we all praised hyrule warriors a few years ago uh Mm -hmm. because it was able to take the dynasty warriors mechanics and combine them with the zelda mechanics to really make it feel like a legitimate zelda experience while being a completely different style game Yep. Uh, Fire Emblem is doing that, and with Fire Emblem, I didn't really expect as much of a shift because, like, it's you know, it's like a medieval setting with the characters with swords and axes and that kind of stuff. So that's a lot closer to what Dynasty Warriors actually is, which is why I was so impressed with what the demo's ability to really make it feel like a Fire Emblem game a lot like Hyrule Warriors made it feel like a Zelda game. Like, for example, if you find teammates, if you find teammates on your um. Oh, da, 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 da. Okay. Uh, when we when you find teammates on the map, instead of just fighting side by side with them, you could push a button to have them pair up and team up with you, which is a mechanic that was introduced on the 3DS games. And once you do that, you can use double teams and these real flashy like air combos where you partner up with that one character until you can eventually unlock moves that you can do with only those groups of people. Um, it does introduce the weapons triangle. So like swords are strong against axes, axes are strong against lances, and lances are strong against swords, even though the demo only had uh, playable sword users at the moment. But it, it all just came together so well, and it felt like such an exciting game to play through as a Fire Emblem fan to see those characters pull off all these crazy flashy moves when you're so used to them just kind of taking turns in that RPG setting that they're usually in and most importantly it is going to have that uh, at least to an extent they said it is going to have that whole dating aspect where if you partner up with certain characters consistently and you do well with them you'll unlock bonus conversations that show them becoming closer which in a way is kind of cool because you're going to have characters that would never normally be able to interact in the main game like marth with krom even though they're born like generations apart or like ryoma and krom who are in completely different worlds or universes or time periods so that was really cool um yeah and that's that's about it for the highlights i mean nino kuni was fantastic i got to play yakuza a little bit i played danganronpa v3 uh fifa on the switch was really well done i got to try the new characters on pokin which were a lot of fun as well even though it's not terribly different from the regular pokin of course and got, got a lot of interesting information on project cars 2 and nino kuni and destiny 2 but uh one thing I do have to mention before I stop as well is the Call of Duty World War II's uh, war mode, which I thought was really, really well done. It's a real different take on the Call of Duty multiplayer where it becomes more mission-based and the attacking team has to continuously advance and accomplish certain objectives while the defending team is trying to shut them down. My only Yo, com- that sounds like um, there was a game type in Medal of Honor that was like that, where the Americans had a storm... Omaha Beach. I think that's really cool. Yeah, it's similar to that. Though my only real complaint, and maybe this is just because the mode's new, and once people get used to it, they'll this won't really be much of a problem. But my initial first impression is that I felt like the defending team had a big advantage in the match because the attacking team had to like get through I think five different objectives, and they had a set amount of time to do each objective. And if they failed anyone at any time, because I've I've played other mission based shooters where if you say you failed an objective, they still let you move on to the next one. 
and you just didn't get as many points or whatever. Whereas in this one, if you fail an objective, that that's just, you just lose. So basically the attacking team has to succeed like five times in a row, whereas the defending team only needs to shut down the attacking team on one objective to win the match. Mm. Yeah, okay. But- well, uh, mm, I mean that's that's been that's been done it before uh, with God, Battlefield did it with like the rush mode and um and I mean Overwatch does it. Yeah, but Overwatch the matches go for a lo- like I think the increments of time to accomplish each mission was like three minutes. Mm, okay. Whereas Overwatch you usually got like five or six minutes to start and then you progressively get uh, more time that's cumulative like say if you take over point a really fast then you get more time to take over point b whereas this one let's just say for example you have three minutes to accomplish the first mission if you accomplish it in 30 seconds your second mission is still going to be another three minutes flat not like cumulative where they're going to add your bonus time to it Mm. okay well uh much like uh our podcast uh with we've always been draped with exorbitant amounts of technical difficulties and Carlos's audio got dropped from our recording software. So we're going to cap it off here. Um, is there still maybe a couple more days of E3 left? Uh, yeah, we're going to have lots of coverage going up. I have Derek's put up a couple pieces as far as the news. Uh, I put up some of my thoughts and concerns about the new, uh, the new Zelda DLC, the Fire Emblem roster mm-hmm. and the new surprising direction that Xenoblade 2 is taking which I do need to mention too the amiibo look amazing in person and I've already pre-ordered the Tiki and Krom because you can't mess around with those Fire Emblem ami- amiibo and <laughs> I made sure to get all of those uh, champion Zelda amiibo especially Mifa. I think I'm going to get like three of those cool cool alrighty uh, so let's wrap it up we'll have another show next week with much more information we'll be a little bit more organized and put together um, as always you can find us on on geekscape.net on twitter at geekscape games on facebook on uh, facebook.com slash groups slash geekscape games podcast uh, you can find me on twitter at shane o'hare ssj on gaming platforms mr josh and i'm at you joshua just about everywhere and certainly and uh, foremostly you can find carlos lopez at angry bananas everywhere check out angrybananas.com uh, and you can find his 40 dots at, at ak geek girl or geeky girl ak uh, all over the place so we will see you guys back here next week bye everybody bye, bye.